hot for teacher. We thought we were done. We thought we were finished. We thought we would never talk about a movie minute by minute again. But we were wrong. Join us as we get to know the cast next door. Hi, welcome to The Cast Next Door, the podcast where we love your mother's cookies and feel really creepy saying that line. I'm your host, Corinne McLean. Our guests today are Megan Sunday and Gina Radcliffe. Hello. Hello. Today we are covering one of the very last minutes of the movie proper, uh, which is... <laughs> the, the, very, the very last minute. Yeah. It's super exciting. So this is Minute 84, which is from one hour and 23 minutes and one second to one hour and 24 minutes. And so in this minute, we get Claire's final zinger, the engine block of doom, and everything getting tied up neatly with a bow in about 60 seconds or less than 60 seconds. Yep. about the last 30 seconds of this minute. Yep. Um, which is special. <laughs> um, so what do you guys think of the grand finale? I, I you know, like I said, I... I'm impressed that she had the mental fortitude to do the whole you're no hero thing. Because I mean, I think in real life, most people would be like, ah, ah, ah. So like, like oh, an engine block. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you're just kind of screaming incoherently while you're like, you know, like, I always say like, you know, people in movies, you know, they are so collected and in real life, you'd be like, you know, when, like in Daffy Duck, he'd just start like jumping around yes! screaming and stuff like that. That's pretty much what people would actually be like in situations like Plus, that. Plus, it would be amazing to see J-Lo do that. Right. And, you know, but she manages to be like, you know, he does a whole, you know, sorry, sorry, kid or whatever. You know, sometimes a hero has to make a hard decision. And she's like, you're no hero. Chop splat. Well, the thing with that, too, is that when he he says that to Kevin, like, I guess he's going to shoot Kevin ostensibly. And he does the whole, you know, sorry, we gotta, you know, heroes have to make tough decisions. And then Claire just starts going, Noah, hey, Noah, come here, Noah. And he's just like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> walks into the middle of the bar and like, oh, hold on a second, Kevin, I'm gonna talk to your mom right now. And then, then he does, she does the whole, you know, you're no hero and unleashes the engine block. It's like, why would you walk over there? Why would you walk under the engine block? It's yeah. not hung that high. Like situational awareness, man. Yeah, you would think you would think that he would, you know, if he was waiting for Kevin and Garrett to show up, he would have been like, okay, where are some good places I can tie them up? Oh wait, let me not go under this, you know, two ton engine block. Yeah, you know, just hang I lower. I should lower that to the ground. That's a safety hazard for me. Yeah, that is dangerous. <laughs> so that, you know, but you think they would have just blocked it so he didn't have to walk into the line of it? Like, like she's basically saying to him, little to the left. No, a little to the left. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, to the right, right, drop right more. I gotta drop this on There's you. It's pretty much a big X in the middle. Just like a little closer. Stand right a little, there. A little closer. And it's like, you know. You ever how... see Phantom of the Opera? Just stand right there. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's just some amazing foresight on her part that he would stand in the exact spot. It also would have been amazing oh, yeah. if, they, if she had, like, done the thing and it, like, comes down two chinks on the chain and then sticks. Or just like, that's what like, happened to me. Or I would miss him entirely. It would just like, it, it would, would like, like clunk, like him. right next to him, like, like, and he just, and he would just, he would just look at her, like, what the fuck, come on, <laughs> <laughs> really. I also love how, like, cut from 
squelch, like, gory sound, shot of Noah crushed under the engine block. But we didn't crush his face because his face is too pretty, so we need to be able to see him bloodied up. It totally hits his head. Yeah, yeah, he should have been, like, he should have been, like... He should be pulverized! Yeah, he should have been, like, like the accordion where, like, you know... (laughs) It should have just been on his head, and then you just see the rest of his body under it. Like, it hits him in the head, and then it's just on his chest. Yeah, he just looks you know, handsome even in death. He just got like a little bit of blood. It didn't even look mm-hmm. like it didn't even look like his eye was even still. Yeah. somehow he managed to close his eyes, even though the one eye was like completely obliterated at that yeah. point. But you know, he still looked managed to look you know incredibly handsome. You know, even after having two his hair still gone. <laughs> and usually, if they still show the face, it's supposed to be either poignant for someone, which obviously it's not going to be for any of them at that point, or, or it's so that we know it's him. Which, like, no, we know it's him. Like, or so that they can like jump up at the end of the credit. We've been we've been talking about you know possible alternate endings for this. Maybe it's possible that while she's staring at him, he would have you know suddenly opened his eyes, go rah, and then like died, and then <laughs> properly died. That would have been good yeah. too. I would have liked that. <laughs> that would have been like. That would have been almost as good as as the coming out covered in flames. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing beats that. <laughs> Look, I want to make that movie now. It's like a I fan. I still want Vicky. I want the return of Vicky. Yes, the All return right. of Vicky. Like they both come out and have zombie fight. She just comes like limping over, like you know, she's missing a shoe and like you know. There's also the this has a like so it cuts straight from like that to and we're in the back of an ambulance like. Yeah. yeah, and she's like, she's like, I'm here, honey, I'm here, and then we're gonna go home. No, you're not gonna go home for a while. The dude was, like, shot in the chest about, like, an inch away yeah, from Yeah, you're going home maybe in a couple months. Yeah, she makes make sure to have the paramedics say he's gonna be just fine. And how yeah. the fuck does he know? Yeah. Like, that really bothers me. Like, no, he's got a chest wound. She's, there's no way yeah, she's riding in the same upset. ambulance with him in real life. Like, she's in a car, be- like a cop car, following them to the car so they can have multiple paramedics in the back. Yeah, she's making Did a sound Did they tell like anyone that. about Vicky? Like, oh, by the way. There's- yeah, I was wondering that. Like, Well, that's the thing we were talking about. You know, is she going to tell anybody why this happened? Because she technically doesn't have to. Yeah, no, she can totally. He attacked a kid at school for no reason. He was like, he's just crazy. Yeah, he's just crazy. You know, she, you know, will she just carry this around for the rest of her life? I mean, I mean, it's not like she told anyone to like when it would have actually made a difference and like saved her best friend's life. Presumably, she's not going to tell anyone after. Well, I mean, I guess you know, someone will check his. I mean, does she? Maybe she'll get a therapist. She deleted. She deleted all the. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems like they could probably. I mean, you know, what's her face? The girl from the hardware store. I mean, she might pipe up and say, Oh, yeah, I mean, I was dragged into some sort of weird plot with this guy. I don't know, but. But yeah, I think that it was very important to the movie. She's another person who I was surprised didn't wind up dead. But yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah she really. Because, yeah, the way her character was treated was very unsavory. And you're kind of set up to just be, you know, yeah, you're, yeah, she is definitely. If this, is, someone... if this is more, I think, more of a horror movie, I think she would have. Like, yeah, killed yeah. her. She, because... like, there would have been a great moment where she's, like, threatening Kevin, thinking that that's what Noah wants her to do. And then Noah's still trying to save Kevin because he wants to impress Claire. And so he shoots her. That's my comes... son. What? <laughs> 
But, you know, I, I just think it's funny how it was very important to the movie and to the script that, you know, all is forgiven. We're going to be fine after this, you know, maniac has, you know, shot you and tried to kill me. But no, we're going to be fine. You're going to come home. I'm not worried about that right now. <laughs> I would have loved if Garrett just broke up with her in the ambulance. Like, like actually. What was this? <laughs> you know, we listen, you know, after he's been in the hospital for like a month with a, uh... you know, a massive chest wound. He's like, he's like, you know, I've had a lot of time to think about things. You know? <laughs> kind of realizing maybe this isn't meant to be. I would end this on like the barn burning down. Like after the ambulance goes. To the ambulance drives away. Like, like the- just a, just a one shot with the credits over it of the barn burning down. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of these movies do just sort of, well, the you know, instigator of all this trouble is dead, so... So, everything's, everything's better! Fine. Yeah, everything's fine now. We're, we don't never need to talk about this ever again. Yeah. It does not make much sense. No. But no one wants the sequel. No one wants Fatal Attraction 2. That's true. That's true. Yeah, these movies... Therapy. Never... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Double> therapy. <laughs> so how did that make you feel, Kevin, when your mom's boyfriend, <laughs> who was your friend, pointed a gun at you? It's we like, also have the printouts from your mom's classroom. Would you like to look at those? How did this make like, you feel? It's like it's like it's like Kevin. How did you feel knowing knowing that uh, what was the girl's name? Um, oh, I can't remember. The, the girl oh, she was the, meanly the, named. It was like like her name rhymed or something like this. Casey or something. Like, I don't remember. But um, you know, how do you feel knowing that she actually didn't want to go with you to the dance? That was yeah. all Noah's idea. She was not into you at all. Yeah, I would like the news crew that's showing up because of this fire and all of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That would be exactly. great. You Allie know, Callahan one to one is her one name. dead body and yeah, like how do they explain? Like how do they explain the dead body? I mean, other than just going, he was crazy, man. He... Yeah, I mean, I guess that's like, you know, I guess that's what dudes be crazy. <laughs> she really didn't do anything wrong. Which no, is, it's not know. like they were fucking on her teacher's desk. Like, right? I mean, you know, it's it, it's that's the again, that's a really kind of odd like finger waving tone of this movie. It's like, well, this is so embarrassing that she couldn't possibly. Well, why? I mean, like, dude, it's just sex. It's it's really just sex. Yeah, I mean, he was of age. You know, he was the pursuer. So, I mean. You know, I think that if he hadn't been her student and she told Vicky, I mean, Vicky would have been totally, you know, the whole high five, you go girl thing, you know, I mean. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, you cougar. Like, Vicky would have been thrilled. She would have been, you know, you'd be crazy not to sleep with this guy. (laughs) So it's just a very, I mean. That would have actually made this movie great if, like, the whole way through it, Vicky's, like, pushing her into the arms of this kid, not realizing (laughs) that this kid is going to be a high school student next year. Yeah, that, yeah. I think he only tells Kevin that. You know, it's really quick. It's when they establish that he's not like 16 so that you know it's like well i'm almost 20 but i'm gonna be in high school yeah, yeah for some reason you know <laughs> i mean because apparently your parents dying is a reason to take four years off whole, of school i guess two years i don't know it's yeah like... Where was he during those two years? I guess a foster home oh. or something i mean but if he's got an uncle yeah why don't you go live with the uncle yeah that's yeah hmm well, I guess we're not really told how long it was in between the dad dying and the mom. Like, maybe the mom committed suicide later after the dad died. They don't really give us a timeline. Of... But then, why is he not in school? Yeah. On, yeah I think I think the, I think the mom killed herself first, and then he okay. killed the dad because of, you know. Yeah, and the dad felt guilty, and so wasn't making him go to school. Maybe like. Yeah, yeah it's, maybe not. Play video games. I like that we're like school. writing the backstory for these characters because the movie. Yeah, I mean, what, what, one thing this movie. One thing this I was movie surprised does not the dad was not killed in some kind of muscle car. 
Because I guess he was just driving his mistress around in his minivan. <laughs> Hot, sexy minivan. <laughs> Why'd they have a minivan? They had one kid. This movie does not go far enough. I mean, I, I am not lying to you when I tell you that I think him running out of the barn in flames yes! would have made this movie just amazing. It, it would have been like, okay, this you've got to see this movie because it is... Like, it'll drag in the middle, but there's a payoff! There's a payoff! Bat shit hilarious insane and it doesn't it, it doesn't go far enough well no it's just that other movies that are like this like the ones that that i was thinking of and that i was i've mentioned in like my bonus episode is that like you know we talked a little bit about it but like you know fatal attraction it's like this on you know it's ear like we kind of want him to get his comeuppance but now she's gone too far and like uh-oh and then with something like you know hand that rocks the cradle you're just like oh my god she's like infiltrating this family and that's we're worried about like the kids and what's she gonna do and even something like the the Idris Elba one, Obsessed, you're still just like, well, she's so... The things she does when she's trying to like pursue him are just so out there that you're like, well, what's she going to do next? Whereas this movie, it's just, we don't understand why it's such a huge thing. Like, it's not... Well, there's so, many, there's, so, there's so many plot holes in it. Like, I mean, like... <laughs> He, how long was he at the house before he decided to come over and introduce himself? Because the movie kind of makes it seem like he just moved, like, that day. But, I yeah. mean, did he know... I mean, was it just a bonus that he happened to move into this house right across the street from, you know, I sexy, still, I still lonely, agree middle-aged with the mom? idea that, uh, that he totally rigged the garage um, <laughs> to fall on her head, almost. That's possible. Like bad accidents just, like, happen around I mean, Noah. There's mm-hmm. so much. There's so much coincidence and implausible timing, and it's just like, I mean, at least in Fatal Attraction, I mean, he basically picks her up in a bar or wherever the hell they are, yeah. and and you know, here it's just like you know, oh, he just happens to be across the street. You know, a guy with you know serious mommy issues just happens to find this lonely, incredibly attractive middle-aged woman who is vulnerable and you know has a son that needs a you know an older adult role model and it's just like wow how lucky can you be yeah i think that's the problem with any of these thrillers when they don't work because it's like how the roommate doesn't really work because so much stuff that she does is just so ridiculous that you just think i know this is supposed to be a ridiculous movie but uh, you know and like there is a certain point at which you can like if you keep adding that ridiculous stuff where you're just like that would never happen. That would never happen. Like, okay, none of this movie would ever happen, but there's just enough in this movie that's, like, reasonably plausible, and, like, they want us to believe that this could happen to you. You should be scared, and because this could happen to you. Some crazy guy might move in next door and manipulate you into having sex with him, and then you're gonna feel guilty and not tell anyone, and he's gonna try and murder your whole family and kill He'll your best friend. he look like Ryan Guzman. Yeah, like, <laughs> shit, like, <laughs> Ryan Guzman like, I'll, I'll take my chances. <laughs> I mean, the movie kind of lost me, like, as far as, okay, they're not trying to be realistic. Not that I should have expected them to, but, like, when he, after he beats the kid up in school, and, you know, all he does is go to the principal's office? Yeah. I mean, and, like, it's not even the principal, it's the vice principal. And it's like... <laughs> well, the vice like, principal is the muscle, is the enforcement. Well, Which okay, is why the Christian Chenoweth is... <laughs> right, well, she's intimidating. She she has a, a intimidating, uh, you know, personage, but, um... You know, it's just like, oh, you fractured that boy's school skull. It's like, okay, well, why isn't he sitting in jail then? Exactly. Especially when it's been established that he's an adult. Yeah, and they they arrest 12-year-olds for, you know, injuring other kids. I mean, and, Like, and, it's not know, even a question of if he's prosecuted as an adult. He's an adult! <laughs> you know, and he, and he, you know, calls her name, gets, and, okay, 
what happens there? Is he, did he get kicked out of school or, or are they just going to act like nothing's going to happen? And it's just like, they, just, they drop too many things. Right. Yeah, and it's like, like, we never yeah. hear anything about school again. After that. You know, apparently, apparently he can, apparently he can sneak around campus because he, does the school dance happen before or after that? Where he, where he. After. Put, it's after. Yeah. But, so he was able to get in and, you know, put all the stuff in the bathroom. And then he was able to get in a couple of days later and put all the stuff in her room, so her classroom. So obviously, security's real fucking tight in that school. Like he's know? getting all up in arts and crafts up in there, and yeah. like, yeah. Well, it's like with the, the girl too. You know, they set it up like you know he's he helps Kevin. Like that's sort of how they first bond is he helps Kevin like talk to her, and then she goes with Kevin to the dance, and then you know she's secretly you know she hooks up with with Noah, and then you never hear about her again. And you want her to be like more like you want both her and Kevin to be more under his spell if it's going to be that ridiculous. Yeah, there should be another there should be another scene where Kevin asks her out again and she's like, um, uh, uh, because, you know, Noah hasn't told her what to do next. You know, I mean, or where Claire says, like, maybe she's not a good girl. Like, maybe you shouldn't go out with her. Yeah, like, I, mean, I don't like her. I didn't, and that can give another reason for you know Kevin not to, throw to be one around. Of those, like, yeah, fits. but um, like it's just you. Know, and then when he attacks her in the the bathroom during the school dance, I mean, she should call the cops on him. I mean, regardless of if he says, "Oh well, you know." He's already we were, raped you once. Yeah, like, we, were having, we were having an affair. It's like, well, no one's going to take his, you know, no one's going to take his word for it initially. I mean, you know, he should have already not even been in the school in the first place. It's like, you know, they, they start out with a, you know, rem- remotely plausible sequence. And, it's like, and then it's like, well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just kind of stretch it a little bit. Here and then it just it... gets sort of very victim blamey too, of just like, like she should have, like that, like you can't say, like, it's hard to say like, oh, well she should have called the cops without feeling like you're blaming the victim. And like, you're like, no movie. Well, no one's as stupid as this. Well, she would have called the cops. Right. I mean, I'm wondering if the audience is supposed to think, well, I wouldn't call the cops either. You know? I mean, yeah. I think the movie and it's wants like, to think you, you, that you're supposed to think she's being reasonable for being that embarrassed about it and it's like oh well obviously she can't call the police or tell vicky or anything so mm-hmm. gee how is she gonna fix this problem what do you mean obviously she can't tell anybody i mean sure she can she's yeah. just chosen not to for whatever reason there's just ways in which this could have been reasonable and like she would have actually been a character that you empathize with and are like holy crap everything's against you and you're not going to get anything back until you stab an epipen in someone's eyes and kill them with an engine block <laughs> like <laughs> and then well, I mean, of course yeah obviously that's how i take out all my enemies <laughs> exactly exactly oh, man. so many it's elaborate God. setups every time <laughs> Oh, I'm pulling the engine block back up. God damn it. Jesus, again? <laughs> this thing is heavy. Like, I need more pulleys. <laughs> you know, one of these days you're going to get somebody in your barn. You're like, yeah, come here. I'm not falling for that one. I know I'm not <laughs> the best person I was here. I heard about your ex-boyfriend and your ex-husband. It's like pretty soon you're going to have this, like, this red spot on the ground where you're not going to be oh. able to, like, clear with too many people. It's like, what's no, that? No, just be um, ash, I... you burned down the barn every time. <laughs> What's the spot here? Oh, I spilled some paint. Stand right there for a little few minutes. Don't look up. (laughs) (laughs) It's a surprise! The boy next door. The boy next door. The boy next door. Oh, God. It makes me really like my neighbors more because they just mind their business. (laughs) Exactly. 
Exactly. I don't want my, I don't, oh yeah, I, I think I maybe have said, spoken to my neighbors maybe in the five times, the ten years that I've lived here, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm not rude to them, you know, you get, so you got that, you know, kind of, you know, curt nod when you're passing. Hi, you're carrying groceries, I'm carrying groceries, we don't need to have a conversation about carrying groceries. You know, if I, if, if a package is at, you know, downstairs, I bring it upstairs, leave in front of their door, but that's about it. You should have had more neighbor stuff like that, like, you should have been Noah coming over, like, UPS, drop this off. <laughs> He's opening up into dildo. <laughs> like, I want everyone. I bring, I bring you this package. And then, like, the camera yeah. just kind of holds There's a delivery you know? for you. <laughs> oh, like, the pizza uh, came to my house. Yeah, I mean, it's reasonably entertaining. It, it could have been a lot more over the top in a, in a in a amusing fashion. I think that they, for lack of a better phrase, pulled their punches way too often. And it could have been a lot more just wacky and fun. And they wanted it to be artsy and mainstream at the yeah, same time. Yeah, they're trying to make it classy. You can't make a movie like this classy. No, it's it, a trashy no like, like, you are one step above a Lifetime movie, and that step is your R rating, so use it. Yeah. And they wanted to make it, I feel like, just so there was just enough that you can you can bleep out when it's on, uh, like, USA Network. Yes! they so, but, This was, like, so a movie planned for syndication. Like, they know this is a yeah. gay movie. Like, they can bleep out when he, when he calls Vicky the C-word, and they can bleep out when they he can calls Garrett the, a piece of shit. Well, they can just cut Vicky, the, uh, like, yeah. the eye gouge and the, like, like the grossest part of the EpiPen to the eye, because you can just mm-hmm. show, like, the thing of her swinging and then him with the yep. pad. Yeah, I mean I mean even the even the engine block scene wasn't gory. It was just it was more of a sound like a sound thing than anything else. Yeah. A little squishy. Yeah. Noise. I'm sure this has run on network on like basic cable. Oh yeah, but, totally. Like hands down. Like I'm sure many people have watched this movie on a sick day and Yeah, it's on it's on Cinemax is where it is right now. That's where I just Oh that's uh... yeah, that's that's exactly where it's meant to be. <laughs> yes. Oh god, yeah, this movie was shot for Cinemax. Yeah, oh this my was goodness. absolutely made the whole time I was watching it, it just made me nostalgic for nineties era Cinemax because it's like that's exactly what it looks like. I will say what if I were a teenage girl when I and like this had been on Cinemax, I would have watched this on repeat. Like totally. this totally oh, would have yeah. been like oh, yeah. like my jam. I would have been like Oh, I watched Fatal Attraction, like, a dozen times. Yeah, I mean... Do you guys have things you'd like to plug? Um, I write about 70s and 80s TV, including the, um, incredibly batshit TV movie... Don't go to sleep that we were talking about earlier, and that's oh not going to make God. any sense to you. If you haven't seen this movie, watch it. Yeah, it's a uh, it's um, tuneintonight.tumblr.com. And I talk about VC Andrews on my blog, which is trappedintheattic.wordpress.com. And there's not a lot of eye gouging, but there is a lot of of batshit stuff that happens. So you know, a lot of a lot of incest, a lot of people falling downstairs, a lot of yes, uh, lots of stairs, poisoned cookies. Nice. <laughs> All of the things that should have been in this movie are on your <laughs> There should have been a poison cookie. How could there not be a poison cookie? Yeah, was someone poisoned with a cookie? It's a, fair, it's a, it's a total waste. Well, I don't write anything nearly as interesting as those two blogs, but I occasionally say feminist shit on the internet. Uh, <laughs> my Twitter and Instagram are at SweatTearC. That C is in the ocean, not as in the letter. Um, and if you're interested, feel free to follow me. I always like being followed by strangers because it's kind of interesting and I like social media. So thank you so much for listening to us this week. Uh, we hope you have enjoyed our minute and have a lovely day or week or whatever. (laughs) Bye. 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 That was the cast next door. And I was your host, Corinne McLean with my guests, Megan Sunday and Gina Radcliffe. 
Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at First Ed Iliad, or download new episodes from thecastnextdoor.wordpress.com, or subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Artwork by Josh Hollis, edited by Darren Husted, produced by Darren Husted, executive producer Corinne McLean. The Boy Next Door is owned by Bloomhouse, Smart Entertainment, New Yorican, and Universal Studios. No infringement is intended. Copyright 2015. All rights reserved. This is a first edition?